emanating from www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast for this show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and TuneIn. So excited as I usually am that you decided to t- tune in to this special edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Follow us on Twitter at TOL Radio Show and Instagram at the TOL Radio Show and like our Facebook fan page. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Minutes. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. We're not lying tonight as usual, but radio show host Michael Nemes appreciates you listening to the show just the same. Tonight we have a special inspirational message just for you entitled, And Still I Rise. And as an added bonus, we have a Thinking Out Loud radio show exclusive for you tonight, Tiffany Nemes singing, I Need Your Glory. Let's get right into tonight's show.
Special message from radio show host and executive director of the Vision Initiative, Michael Nemons. Our Dollars for Scholars fundraising campaign for the Vision Initiative is in full swing, and we want to thank those of you who've already given to this worthwhile cause. If you're just joining us, we've started a fundraising campaign for the Vision Initiative, which is a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, volunteer opportunities, empowerment sessions, job and skills training, and much more. Our goal is to raise $5,000 by January 20th to go towards our first initiative, which is the Vision Academy Mentorship Program, which officially kicks off on January 22nd. We're using the entire month of December and January to fundraise, and we need your help. If you want to make a donation to the Vision Initiative, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the Vision Initiative. That's T-H-E-V-I-S-I-O-N-I-N-I-T-I-A-T-I-V-E. And click on the donate button. These funds will go to help us to reach our goal of opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. And there's still time to give. If you want to receive credit for your donation on this year's tax return, you have until December 31st to make a donation. All donations made after the 31st will go on your next year's 2018 tax return. The Young People of the Vision Initiative thank you for whatever you're able to give. Radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's their birthday and need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. 
Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. If you're enjoying tonight's message, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. And don't forget to Facebook or tweet about the show using the hashtag TOL Radio Show or I Listen to the TOL Radio Show. Now let's get back into tonight's message entitled, And Still... I rise. And in 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, yes, in 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verses 12 through 19, it reads as follows, Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, How say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain? And your faith is also vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he raised not up if so be that the dead rise not for if the dead rise not then is not Christ raised and if Christ be not raised your faith is vain ye are yet in your sins then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished Then Paul concludes in verse 19, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not miserable. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. And turning with with me to... 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses 7 through 9, Paul writes, But we have this treasure. (laughs) What kind of treasure is he talking about? He's talking about the Holy Ghost. How many got it today? And glad about it. 
but we have this treasure in earthen vessels it's right down in here that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us he goes on to say we are troubled on every side yet not distressed we are perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken cast down but not destroyed dear heavenly father in the name of jesus we your people come to you today as humbly as we know how just wanting to tell you thank you thank you for being the god that you are thank you for giving us this word to share on this morning lord we pray even now lord that these words don't fall on deaf ears but somebody lord god it will penetrate their heart and ask them what must i do to be saved we pray lord that you anoint this place afresh make our tongue the pen of a ready writer have your way in this place as only you can we'll be forever careful to give you all the praise the glory and the honor in jesus name we pray amen and amen you may be seated in the presence of the lord for a text this morning i want to talk to you from the subject and still i rise and still i rise i want somebody to look at their neighbor and tell them neighbor i'm getting up from this place you ought to say it like you mean it. Look at that other native and say, neighbor, I'm getting up from this place. I've been here too long. It's time for me to get up from this place. Do I have a witness in this place? You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may tread upon me in the very dirt, but like, but still like dust, I rise. <laughs> this is an excerpt of Still I Rise, Maya Angelou's favorite poem, which shares its title with the play she wrote in 1976. She refers to the indomitable spirit of black people using repetition and the categorization of injustices against them. She quoted it during interviews and often included it in her public readings. Despite adversity and racism, Angelo expresses a faith that one will overcome and triumph. Likewise, arguably one of the greatest and most resilient apostles in the Bible I believe is the Apostle Paul. He is the author of uh, the text on this morning and two-thirds of the New Testament scriptures. I love the Apostle Paul because, well, I love him for a number of different reasons, one, one of which is that he is one of the most prolific writers in the Bible. But the other reason is that Paul went from being, one, being the church's greatest persecutor to one, of the greatest, to one of the church's greatest preachers. And what that tells me, people of God, is that 
if God can do that with him, oh, somebody just got it. What can he do in yours and in my life? Paul, the writer of this first and second letter to the church at Corinth, is in many ways giving his own inspiring and uplifting testimony of how God saved him and delivered him. There's no way for Paul, people of God, to be as an effective an apostle as he was in his writings to the churches he founded without including his own testimony as a way to encourage and inspire those who do not know God. In fact, in the third chapter of Philippians, Paul lays out his brief autobiography of himself as it relates to his lineage and his occupation. In Philippians, the third chapter, in verse 4 through 7, he says, Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. This is Paul's dossier. But he goes on to say, but what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. I think one translation, he used the word dung. I counted dung for Christ. Paul here examines his life before Christ and essentially says it wasn't, it meant absolutely nothing because I didn't know who Jesus was. Paul, once a persecutor of the church, now becomes one of his greatest ambassadors. Paul here had an experience with God on the road to Damascus, and we all know the story, that would change his life forever. Many of you sitting here in the audience have had a, an experience with God that changed your life forever. If that's you, give God a praise in this place. God changed his name and he changed his purpose. He would be the first to admit, people of God, his shortcomings and his faults. Paul was also one who was not afraid to chronicle his shortcomings and chronicle his experiences before and even after he met God for himself. When you read the book of Acts and you see the challenges that Paul faced and the near-death experiences that he would encounter because of his faith, he had no problem. Standing up for God even in the face of death. In fact, one of my favorite scriptures is found in Romans, the first chapter in verse number 16, where he says, for I am not ashamed. <laughs> How many unashamed folks do we have in the building? For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I'm not ashamed on this morning. So we can see the resiliency. Say with me, resiliency. Even in the life of Paul, we can see the stick to as 
he was determined to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to everyone he could possibly reach. Stick with me, I'm going somewhere. And no one probably knew this, people of God, better than Paul's enemies. That's right, Paul's enemies, those who were as determined as he was to stop him from preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether you know it or not, people of God, you've got some enemies. You've got some folk that are designed specifically from hell to stop you from fulfilling your purpose. Ah, I wish I had a witness in this place. You see, Paul here, the enemy knows that, that Paul, or who Paul was, and they were determined to stop him from preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, and yet... They were un unsuccessful in every single attempt. We see this in Acts the 16th chapter when Paul, because of Paul casting out a demon in a young damsel, he was thrown into, pr into prison. Uh, Paul and Silas were thrown into prison and people of God, not just any prison, but they were thrown into the inner prison with a guard stationed to keep watch over these unarmed men. These nonviolent, spirit-filled men were in stocks and inside the inner prison uh, uh, stationed there with a guard. Paul was not, Paul and Silas were not cast into prison for some violent out outbursts or act or crime they committed. They didn't kill anyone or physically harm anyone with any weapons. The only thing they were guilty of was preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And for that, they were not just thrown into prison, but they were put into an inner prison under the watchful eye of a prison guard. These non-violent men who didn't physically harm anyone were treated as bad or worse than the hardened criminals they were, that were guilty of or much worse. And yet they didn't go into jail with an attitude. They didn't go into jail having a pity party. They didn't go into jail singing swing low sweet chariot coming forward to carry me home. They didn't go into jail singing, nobody knows the trouble I see. But if you allow me to use my imagination, I believe they walked into that prison singing, trouble ain't going to last always. Uh, they went into that prison singing, joy bells keep ringing in my soul. They went, they went into that prison singing, hallelujah, anyhow. Do I have a witness in this place? So because... Of, of their attitude and their their praise the bible says the bible says and at midnight paul and silas prayed and sang praises unto god that's right at midnight and it's important that you understand people of god that everybody in this walk is going to have their own midnight hour uh, that's right some of y'all had more than an hour some of you had a midnight week a midnight month, a midnight year, or ten years. But I just let you I just came by to let you know weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And because of their praise, and because of their praise, their prayers, 
God sent an earthquake to shake up that prison and set Paul and Silas free. You see here, Paul's life was a living testament of everything he wrote and admonished of everyone else. Uh, he wrote here in James, the first chapter and verse number two, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Uh, not just a few things. Don't count just one or two things. Not some things, but count it all joy. Uh, Paul wasn't one to say one thing and do something else. He wasn't one to preach one thing and do something else. But Paul practiced what he preached. Uh, I know many of you are not familiar with that because we live in a day and age where folk will say one thing and do something else. I wish I had a witness in this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because folk nowadays will tell us that I can't hear what you're saying because your actions are speaking louder than your words. But how many know that we've got to walk this thing out as children of God? You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Helen Keller once said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemis.org for more details. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. If you're enjoying tonight's message, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. And don't forget to Facebook or tweet about the show using the hashtag TOL Radio Show or I Listen to the TOL Radio Show. Now let's get back into tonight's message entitled, And Still I Rise. Hallelujah. 
Our lives, people of God, must be a reflection of what we verbally confess, what we verbally testify of. And one thing about this walk is that it is a proving ground for our faith. That's right. It's a proving ground for our faith. That at the end of the day, either you have it or you don't. Ah, people of God, because the authenticity of our faith is proven through our ability to endure. Uh, let me say that again, because somebody didn't hear that on this morning. You see, the authenticity of our faith is proven through our ability to endure. Sound man, help me out here. Our faith is proven through our ability to endure. You see, the true test of your faith is proven by what you've been through. Uh, the more you go through, the stronger your faith is. That's why you've got to be very careful who you allow to speak into your life. Uh, because folk are speaking into your life that don't that ain't been not been nowhere done nothing ain't got nothing going for them uh, but your faith you got you've got to walk this thing out hallelujah I wish I had a witness in this place you've got to be careful who speaks into your life hallelujah uh, I, because I, your actions speak louder than your words do I have a witness in this place and so here, as we examine the text in uh, the first Corinthians, the, the 15th chapter, verses 12 through 19, we find here that Paul is talking about the resurrection of the dead. And why is Paul talking about the resurrection of the dead? I'm glad you asked. You see here in verse 12, he asked the church at Corinth, if we preach Christ rose from the dead how say some among you there is no resurrection of the dead in essence if the basis of our message people of God is Christ rose from the dead why are some of y'all saying there is no resurrection of the dead the God that you believe in rose from the dead and if he rose from the dead why can't you rise from the dead as well uh, do I have a witness in this place uh, the, the, the spiritual resurrection that Paul is referring to is found in Romans the 12th chapter verses 1 and 2 Paul says I beseech ye therefore brethren by the mercies of God that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service you all know the scripture and then he goes on to say and be not conformed to this word World, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that's right Paul said that and so he goes on to surmise in 1st Corinthians the 15th chapter verses 12 through 19 if Christ be not risen from the dead then is our preaching in vain and your faith is in vain that's right he said that in essence we don't have nothing to preach about people of God we don't have nothing to preach about we can't stand at this sacred desk ministers of the gospel that are seated in front of me if Christ is not risen from the dead I hope, I, I hope I'm not in the wrong church 
you all understand that if Christ didn't rise from the dead, I don't have no business standing behind this desk on this morning. And let's take that even a step further. If Christ didn't rise from the dead, then you people of God have no reason to sit in the audience on this morning as well. Hallelujah. I thank God that he got up on the third day morning. Uh, do I have a witness in this place? Hallelujah. And, and, and so here, uh, in essence, again, we don't have nothing to preach about if Christ is not risen from the dead. And likewise, you don't have nothing to believe in if Christ is not risen from the dead. You see, what is your faith? based on then if Christ did not rise from the dead what is the reason you come here Sunday in and Sunday out and what's the reason you come to Wednesday Bible class and you come to the prayer conference during this past week if Christ did not rise from the dead you see in fact Paul went on to conclude in verse 19 that if in this life only we have hope in Christ we are amongst all men most miserable that's right we are amongst all men most miserable look at that neighbor and tell him I'm not miserable I don't know about you but I'm not miserable today hallelujah if your faith is in man then I see why you're constantly disappointed uh, that's right if your faith is in man if your faith is in the person that's standing behind this podium I can see why you're constantly disappointed if your faith is in things I can see why you're never satisfied this is why we have so many people committing suicide because their hope is only in this life Ah, oh, that's right. Their hope is in their jobs. Their hope is in their finances. Their hope is in their in other people. Their hope is in their relationships. Their hope is in man. And that's why they are constantly disappointed. That's why there's so many unhappy people in this life. That's why there's so many depressed people in this life. That's why there's so many miserable people in this life. That's why there's so many hopeless people in this life. But I don't know about you this morning, but like the songwriter said, on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Hallelujah. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ. I don't know who you leaning on this morning, but I'm leaning on Christ. The solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Give God a praise if that's who you leaning on this morning. I'm trying to get you to understand people of God is that your victory is tied to your faith wherever or whomever your faith is in determines the durability of your faith faith in anyone or anything but God is temporary and superficial uh, there is no stability or credibility in anyone or anything but God 
Uh, you see here Paul is examining the, the resurrection of Jesus Christ because it is the basis of our Christian faith. Uh, that's right. It is our foundation. It is what we stand on as apostolic Pentecostals. Do we have a witness in here? It is indeed our foundation from which everything is built. Uh, I'll prove it to you. You see, we preach and even teach about Jesus coming down through 40 and two generations in Matthew, the first chapter. We preach and even teach about being, him being born in a manger and wrapped in swaddling clothes. We preach and even teach about him uh, being uh, teaching in the temple at the tender age of 12 years old. We preach and even teach about him being baptized by his cousin John the Baptist. We preach and even teach about his ministry starting at the age of 30 and lasting for only three years. We preach and even teach about him being betrayed uh, by one of his own disciples. Uh, we preach and even teach about him being taken from judgment hall to judgment hall. We preach and even teach about him being brought before Pilate and Pilate declaring, I find no fault in him. Uh, we preach and even teach about him being crucified on that old rugged cross. Uh, but if our message ends with Jesus being crucified on that cross if our message ends with Jesus being whipped from sun up to sundown if our message ends with Jesus giving up the ghost at Calvary then where is the victory in that message uh, if, if our message of Jesus Christ ended at Calvary then he would be just another great man that lived but died. Uh, if our message of Jesus Christ ended at Calvary, uh, then Farrakhan would be right. Uh, Jesus was just another good prophet. Uh, uh, if our message of Jesus Christ ended at Calvary, uh, then his most ardent critics uh, would be right. Jesus was nothing more than a miracle worker who, who in the end couldn't save himself. Uh, uh, he'd be a, he would be an historical figure that sacrificed much for many and eventually succumb to martyrdom. He would be as great as Dr. King, but no greater than a civil rights leader. He'd be great as Gandhi, but no greater than a humanitarian. He'd be great as Elijah Muhammad, but no greater than a contemporary prophet. He'd be great as John Rockefeller, but no greater than an industrious philanthropist. Uh, uh, but, but what makes Jesus' death more significant than any of those who lived and died is that not only did Jesus die, but he rose again. Woo! Oh, that's somebody that should be more folks happy about that on this morning. I don't serve a dead savior. I don't serve a picture on the wall. But I serve the king of kings and the lord of lords. If that's you, give God a praise in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got a little bit more work to do. 
Hallelujah. But Jesus here, he rose on the third day morning and stepped out of the tomb and looked the world in the face and said, all power in heaven and earth is in my hand. He triumphantly declared, Oh death, where is thy sting? Oh grave, where is thy victory? Uh, in the powerful words of Dr. S.M. Lockridge, Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. Do I have a witness in this place? He didn't just narrowly, I don't serve a God that just narrowly escaped death. He didn't narrowly escape the clutches of death, but the Bible says he conquered death. And because he conquered death, I can conquer my problems. Because he conquered death, I can conquer my tomorrow. Because he conquered death, I can conquer every test and triumph. Just as our faith, people of God, uh, is inextricably tied to his resurrection, uh, so is our victory uh, inextricably tied to it as well. Uh, you can't have one without the other. Uh, so I came to encourage somebody uh, that if he, if Jesus rose from the dead, uh, then you can rise uh, from your tomorrows. Uh, if Jesus rose from the dead, uh, you you ain't got nothing to worry about. You coming out of this. Come on and give God some praise in this place. Hallelujah. Paul puts, Paul puts uh, the resiliency of our walk with God in, in layman's terms in the second letter to the church of Corinth in the fourth chapter uh, verses seven through nine. I don't know about you, but I feel God's presence in this place. Uh, yes, in second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses seven through nine, he says, uh, but we have this treasure. Uh, uh, everybody in here that's got the Holy Ghost shout back at me and say, I got it. Ah, hallelujah. That same Holy Ghost uh, that we have pulsating through these earthen vessels uh, is the same power that it took to raise Jesus Christ from the dead. Uh, and you you tuned in to the Think Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hi, I'm Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, empowerment sessions, scholarships, and much more. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash The Vision Initiative and find out how to donate and become a mentor or volunteer. The Vision Initiative, opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. Come join the vision. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. 
This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. Radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. If you're enjoying tonight's message, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. And don't forget to Facebook or tweet about the show using the hashtag TOL Radio Show or I Listen to the TOL Radio Show. Now let's get back into tonight's message entitled, And Still I Rise. power pulsating through you on this morning and you see here Paul said but we have this treasure in earthen vessels it shown up is a treasure that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us we are troubled on every side yet not distressed we are perplexed but not in despair we are persecuted but not forsaken. We're cast down, but not destroyed. I got some good news, and I got some bad news for some folk in here. I'm going to give you the bad news first. The bad news is that the devil is coming. The bad news is that he is huffing and he is puffing. The bad news is that the Bible says the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. Oh, yeah, the bad news is that the, the devil is mad on this morning. But I got some good news for a hundred folk that believe that today. Uh, the bad, the good news uh, is that you're going to be troubled on every side, uh, but not in distress. Uh, you're going to be per- perplexed, uh, but not in despair. Uh, you're going to be persecuted, uh, but not forsaken. Uh, you're going to be cast down, uh, but not destroyed. Uh, the good news uh, is that weeping may endure for a night, uh, but joy cometh in the morning. Uh, the good news is that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. The good news is that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Woo! Hallelujah. 
got some good news for some folk in the building uh, that believe this. Uh, the good news is that he that shall come uh, will come uh, and will not tarry. Hallelujah. I feel empowered on today. I don't know about you. Hallelujah. But the power of our resiliency is directly tied to and linked to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ was able to conquer death, hell, and the grave. We too can conquer every trial and tribulation that we face. Paul said we are troubled on every side. Yet not distress. Trouble is coming at us from every angle. When I look to the left, I see, look to the right, I see trouble. When I look to the left, I see trouble. Trouble is all around me. Trouble in my homes. Trouble on our jobs. Trouble in our finances. Trouble in our marriages. Trouble with our children. Yet we are not worried or frustrated about it. Why? Because we got this treasure in earthen vessels. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I get excited every time I think about the treasure that I got on the inside. How about you? Yeah, 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 yeah. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but not destroyed. In essence, whatever the enemy has sent to destroy you can't work. It won't work because your faith is greater than anything the enemy can bring your way. Do I have a witness in this place? And the source of our faith is directly tied to Jesus Christ's resurrection. The same power that God used to resurrect Jesus is the same power that Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. We can take a licking and keep on ticking. When the going gets tough, oh, the tough get going. Uh, you can handle uh, more than you thought you could. Uh, you see, Paul here was saying uh, that you're stronger uh, than you think you are. Uh, you can take more uh, than you thought you could. Uh, you can't be destroyed. Uh, you can't be defeated. Uh, you're more than a conqueror. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. That's right, you can't be destroyed. Uh, you can't be destroyed. Uh, that's why I go back to first to, to second Corinthians, uh, the fourth chapter, verse number seven. Uh, you see, the devil's got many of us fooled today. He thinks that he can destroy you. Uh, but Paul said you'll be cast down, uh, but not destroyed. Uh, oh, I just dropped that off to you for free. Uh, hallelujah. But you're more than a conqueror. Greater is he that is in you uh, than he that's in the world. Uh, no weapon uh, formed against you uh, shall be able to prosper. Uh, all things uh, are working together uh, for my good. Uh, the fight is fixed. Uh, you're already a winner. Uh, you're the head uh, and not the tail. Uh, people of God, I just stopped by to tell you that you can make it. 
hallelujah, you can make it. And I'm going to drop this other little tidbit off for you right here. Uh, in fact, the songwriter said that, that said it this way, through it all, through it all, uh, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Uh, I've learned to trust in God. Uh, through it all, uh, through it all, uh, I've learned to depend uh, upon his word. Uh, that's right. You see, your problems, uh, people of God, this is for free, uh, are not designed to destroy you, uh, but they're actually designed to show you uh, just how much power you already have. Oh, let me say that again because somebody missed that. You see, your problems are not designed to destroy you, but they're actually designed to show you just how much power you already have. And let me take it. And let me take it a step further. You see, the devil is actually working. For you, uh, oh, I, I just heard. I just felt a lot of people. I just lost a lot of people right there when I when I said that. I felt that up here when I said the devil is working for you. Uh, what do you mean, preacher? The devil is working for you. Uh, oh, he's giving me all kind of hell on my job, in my home, in my family, everywhere I look. That that rascal. It, I just I wish he'd take a Kool Aid break. Uh, he's working. for for me, uh, what are you talking about, preacher? Uh, because what he brings uh, does not have the power to annihilate you or destroy you. Uh, that's right. What he brings to you uh, does not have the power to destroy you. Uh, and let me take it a step further than that. Uh, you see, the devil uh, is unwittingly drawing you closer to the God who is the answer to all of your problem hallelujah that's right hallelujah he's unwittingly drawing you closer uh, to the to your savior hallelujah he don't realize it uh, but y'all got to give y'all got to give me a minute Hallelujah. You got to give me a minute because I got to get this thought out uh, for the people of God. You see, he doesn't realize that the devil does it, that as he intensifies the pressure and the heat in your life, he is inadvertently sending you right into the arms of your Savior. A child of God that's by faith is able to see the wiles of the devil as his calling card rather than their, de their pending demise. So you see the devil isn't as smart as we give him credit for, but he's actually working for us. Hallelujah. The more pain, the more power. The more pressure, the more strength. Do I have a witness in this place? The more problems he brings, the closer I get to God. The more pain I experience, the greater my prayer life becomes. The more hurt I feel, the stronger my walk with God is. What I've been through is only preparation for where God is taking me. Do I have a witness in this place? I 
gotta get this message out, people of God. I gotta encourage somebody here today that's on their last, hallelujah, feel like they're on, they didn't, hallelujah, breathe their last breath. They, they feel like they are on the brink of giving up. I came by to encourage you today that the lower you feel, the higher God is gonna take you. The lower that you feel, the, the hallelujah, you feel like the devil's boot heel is on your head. But get ready, people of God, because you're getting ready to rise from this thing. Woo. Tell your neighbor, I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out of this. I've been in this thing too long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel my help in here. And let me wrap this thing up and I'll be out your way. And so because Jesus, people of God, rose from the gate from the grave, I can rise from my troubles. Because Jesus rose from the grave, I can rise above my pain. Because he rose from the grave, I can rise above my hurt. Because he rose from the grave, I can rise above every obstacle. Because he rose from the grave, I can rise above my circumstances. Because he rose from the dead, I can rise above everything. I rise because he rose. I live because he lives. I win because he won. I am because he is. I can because he did. I shall because he is. I believe because he is. I overcome because he overcame. Hallelujah. It's not enough folk in here happy. It's not enough folk in here excited about that. Maybe you serve a dead God. Maybe you serve a picture on the wall. But I serve the King of Kings. I serve Jehovah Jireh. I serve the Elohim. I serve the first and the last. I serve the beginning and the ending. I serve the Alpha and the Omega. Somebody ought to preach to their neighbor on this morning. I don't know what kind of God you serve. Maybe you serve Buddha. Maybe you serve Allah. But I serve Jesus. I serve the rock of ages. I serve the witch is, the witch was, and the witch is to come. Hallelujah. I'm almost done, y'all. I'll be out the way. But I feel my help in this place. I feel my help in here. I feel God stretching out in me. I may get knocked down, but still I rise. I may have gotten bruised a few times, but still I rise. I may have gotten my pink slip yesterday, but still I rise. I may be on the brink of bankruptcy, but still I rise. I may have gotten a rejection letter yesterday, but still I rise. I may be on my sickbed, but still I rise. 
my family may be falling apart, but still I rise. I may have to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the spirit, y'all. I may have hit the mat a few times, but still I rise. It may look like I'm defeated, but still I rise. It may look like the devil's getting the best of me, but still I rise. It may look like I'm going down for the last time, but still I rise. It may look like I'm getting beat up by the devil, but still I rise. It may look like the end, but still I rise. It may look like the last chapter, but still I rise. I rise, I rise, I rise, I rise, and still I rise. How many folk gonna rise this morning? Hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost rising up in me. Hallelujah, I feel God stretching out in me. I feel the Lord stretching out in me. I cleaned up my house and I kicked the devil out. I feel God stretching out in me. Not enough of y'all excited about that today. And still I rise. I rise. I'm rising from this pain. I'm rising from this sick bed. I'm rising from this unemployment. I'm rising from this financial de dependence. I'm rising from bankruptcy. I'm rising from foreclosure. I'm rising from depression. I'm rising from self-pity. I'm rising today. 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 Somebody better tap into this praise on this morning. There's some stuff going on in your home that you feel like uh, you at your wit's end. You getting ready to pull all your hair out. Uh, but I just stop by to let you know that if you hang in there just a little while longer, just a little while longer, he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. Tap that neighbor's shoulder and tell him, hang in there. Hang in there. Trouble don't last always. Trouble don't last always. Hallelujah. I can see the breaking of day. I can see the breaking of day. Morning is coming. If you hang in there, it may be midnight right now, but tomorrow is coming. Tomorrow is coming. Tomorrow is coming. I can preach this thing like I feel it. Hallelujah. 
but tomorrow is coming. Don't forget about tomorrow. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's their birthday and need a great present for that special someone. Call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in all occasion custom baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemons.org for more details. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Let's hear the conclusion of tonight's message entitled, And Still I Rise.
Can you bring it down a little bit? Hallelujah. This may be the altar call. But this concludes tonight's Thinking Out Loud radio show. We hope you enjoyed tonight's inspirational message entitled, And Still I Rise. If you enjoyed tonight's show, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. And remember to tweet or Facebook about the show using the hashtag TOL Radio Show or I listen to the TOL Radio Show. This has been the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. Want to book Michael Nimmons for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimmons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at The TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com. We have some affordable advertising packages just for you. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.